Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What's up, guys? It's Mike from LRMOnline.com bringing you a special broadcast here. We're going to be talking about Dragon Con. This past weekend, over Labor Day weekend, I got the um, privilege of going to cover this event. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. Um, Dragon Con, celebrating its 30th anniversary this year, uh, started out in 1987 as a small convention that took place in downtown Atlanta to celebrate the science fiction, fantasy world, and, you know, also incorporate comics into it. Um, started out at one hotel, uh, which was the Marriott, and then moved around, incorporated two hotels and so forth. And now, 30 years later, it basically takes over all of downtown Atlanta. Um, it's five hotels, okay? So, you get your tickets and, you know all the other organized stuff at the Sheraton. Then in the center of it, it's the Marriott. So the Marriott kind of is the, the place where the, the major things go on. So you have your Walk of Fame um, where celebrities sit down and do autographs. Um, in the second level, the bottom level is where you have your photo ops. Then your third and fourth level are your ballrooms where you have a, a lot of panels. And these are big panel rooms, you know. Not little tiny ones. I mean, the what was it? The Legends of Tomorrow panel I went to that had Casper Crump and Falk in there. I mean, that thing was humongous. Not H Hall size, but or Hall H size on Hall H size, but it's pretty close to it. Um, and so that's at the Marriott. But then you also have the Hilton. Um, <clears throat> which hosts a lot of other panels. The Hyatt also hosts a lot of panels. The Westin was a little bit uh, different this year than the previous years I've gone to it. This one had panels, but more focused on uh, video games and all that. So that's just panels and, you know, everything. Then there's the America's Mart, which if you've never been to downtown Atlanta, America's Mart is three buildings, and Dragon Con used up two of them. And they're four stories apiece, and basically they're just big buildings that have nothing inside them, basically for conventions um, on its own. So building one in America's Mart was dedicated just to gaming. So they had tournaments going on from card tournaments, uh, D&D, different other types of uh, strategy, MMO, RPG games, and so forth that they it was going on um, throughout the days. Then America's Mart 2 was the Vendor's Mart. And it was four stories worth of vendors and comic book artists uh, that basically took up the entire America's Mart to sell, to, to sell their stuff. So shopping-wise, 
it's pretty you know pretty amazing feat that they're able to do to fill up that that much of territory. Um, so if you think about it, you have five hotels and the America's Mart two buildings. That is a lot of convention, and it started Thursday afternoon is when you could pick up your your tickets, and the line to pick up tickets pre registration went outside down the street. It was ridiculous. Um, that went on all night. Um, I was able to to get my tickets. I went. I came in a little bit later to Atlanta. Um, at nighttime, so I didn't get into the, the Sheraton until about 8.30. I still had to wait a good solid 30 minutes just to pick up my tickets, which isn't bad um, whatsoever. Uh, I've heard, I heard some people earlier in the day saying that they had to wait you know, about 45 minutes to an hour, but the pre-registration moved really fast. As long as you had your ID and the card that sent out to you, it was set. Um, so a lot of people did that. The hotels weren't really set up for a whole lot. Um, they basically um, were just more hangout spots that you could go to. The Marriott was a big-time hangout spot. I went in there for a little bit. Um, and then that night, Thursday night, there was actually a pub crawl for the media that we could uh, uh, attend to and go around downtown Atlanta. And then basically it was the outside areas where they showed you uh, where all the lines would get set up. Um, for the different panels and everything, and then kind of just give us a layout of the land. So that's Thursday night, um, and the big kickoff on Thursday night is the New Year's Eve Dragon Con party, where basically it's a massive party. It goes uh, on, you know, celebrates at midnight, basically the beginning of Dragon Con. Um, Friday, you know, is is a busy packed day that's you know or a lot of your panels are being hosted that day so if you go on Fridays you're going to see a lot more panels than than you normally would on the other days um, Saturday is slammed Saturday that's the day that uh, you know basically you're you're dedicated to you know being to moving around people and constantly being surrounded by people uh the final tally number, they had predicted 75,000 to attend uh, Dragon Con this weekend at some point in time. And the final overall number that we got on um, Tuesday was 77,000. So here's what you got to think about this, okay? So, you know, Comic Con over San Diego is still probably, you know, without a doubt, the largest comic convention. And then you have your other ones, your New York Comic Con, um, and then. Uh, your expos that happen over in uh, Seattle and Las Vegas, which are big too. Um, but here's the thing that they don't have to compete with. So this weekend, Labor Day weekend, it's a it's a daunting task, but the uh, coordinators of DragCon always reserve it for this weekend because of the three-day weekend and it allows people to basically celebrate the last weekend of summer by going to DragCon. And a lot of people from the southeast end up driving to Atlanta for this um, and staying at the hotels. So... You had Dragon Con going on from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and ending on Monday. You also had Thursday night was the NFL preseason game for the Atlanta Falcons. So if you were driving in Thursday, you had to deal with Atlanta 5 o'clock traffic. And if, I, I don't care where you live. The only other city that I know that has the same type of traffic as Atlanta is L.A. Um, and so 5 o'clock traffic without Dragon Con, without the Falcons playing in Atlanta is bad enough, but then you have that. Um, then on Saturday, you had the Chick-fil-A um, 
kickoff game between University of Georgia and University of North Carolina happened that afternoon. So not only do you have 77,000 people flooding into downtown Atlanta for uh, a convention, but you also have an additional fifty to 60,000 people showing up for a football game. So hosting-wise, the city was slam-packed. Um, and then there was other events going on throughout Atlanta. It's Labor Day weekend, of course, and people are going to the aquarium, going to the Coke Museum, doing the touristy thing. So this was a, um, a big event, but is you would never have known. Um, so the entire time I'm in DragonCon, I'm, I'm going to all the different events. I'm doing interviews and stuff like that. I would never have thought while my time outside, there was something else going on. It seemed like everybody was there for DragonCon. And the, the layout and everything is great. You know, um, it's different. It's not your normal convention. Your normal conventions, for those of you who don't go to a lot of these things, um, basically held in a convention center, hence the convention name, why they got comic conventions. Um, normally when you hear about a, a comic convention or a convention in general in a hotel lobby, usually is a smaller, um, more confined space. But um, the hotels in Atlanta are humongous. And so to host them, it's, it's pretty big. Um, and another unique thing about DragonCon that not all other conventions have is that it's, it's 24 hours. There's literally an event going on at some point in time during the day, even at, you know, two o'clock in the morning, something going on, um, Thursday night, uh, at starting at 9 PM, they had a, uh, Stranger Things Netflix binge marathon where basically you could go into one of the, uh, the, um, panel rooms with a bunch of other people and from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. watch the entire season of Stranger Things, which it was, uh, I couldn't even get a seat in there. It was sold out. Uh, I went by on Thursday night and looked at it and, um, about 8.15 as I pulled in and the line to get in was, you know, out of this world. It was ridiculous that that many people were going there. Um, there's different um, events going on at nighttime, uh, Saturday night, or no, it was Friday night was the zombie um, ball basically you know and the um what was it the hilton yeah the hilton uh, held a zombie ball in one of their big uh ballroom areas and stuff so you could dress up like a zombie and you know have a great time there was uh another <coughs> uh party going on on saturday night 8-bit where dj was playing a lot of theme music from the 80s and 90s you know the 8-bit style so it's all it, it, there's something for everyone at Dragon Con. It's not specific to one genre or the other. Um, if you're into sci-fi, you have your sci-fi stuff. If you're into fantasy, you're into your they got fantasy. If you're into gaming, they got games. The, one of the, my most favorite places to hang out was in the gaming room in the America's Mart. On it was the second level, and it was a uh, arcade setup that brought by um, a organization that imports uh arcade games from tokyo and there's some games that i've never even seen before that you know kid, kids are playing like they've been mastering it for years upon years upon years and it's um, unbelievable um so you know that was you know that's just a, a small tidbit of it and there's so much more that goes on so many different events um one of the most popular events that goes on with dragon con is the blood drive that they host uh, through Life South. Uh, Life South is the organization that hosts the Blood Drive with alongside with DragonCon, and um, basically what you have is 
on the bottom floor of the, let me think here, it wasn't the Sheraton, it was the, um, the Hilton, and yeah, the Hilton um, is basically reserved just for the blood drive, and there's about three tons of equipment that they bring in, and what they do is they take in whoever wants to donate blood, okay, um, and this concept started a while back, let me see real quick here, so i make sure I give you the right information, um, so it's based off of, um, give me a second here, uh, Robert Heinlein, who started this, you know, the started this idea of the pay it forward, um, and so, and is about seven years ago is when it started, if I do my math right, yeah, um, you know, basically anyone and anybody who attends the con can basically donate blood, and the idea is, is that they want to get as much blood donated to help out individuals in need that need blood and, and, and transport it wherever it needs in the United States. Uh, last year, it was 3,171 donors donated 2,678 units of blood, some type of blood, and you're rewarded with a t-shirt, and you get free food, drinks, and so forth uh, to help out. It's an amazing cause. It's great. Uh, this year, they were hoping to um, gain around 5,000 units of blood um, with the amount of people is such a big influence in that. Um, that goes on from basically Friday morning all the way till Monday night at midnight and then basically pack everything up. So um, what we were told in the media is that this is the largest blood drive um, in the United States and it's second only to a blood drive in India is what they uh, told us. Um, so it's it's a special cause and it's really great. And so to see a convention bring so many people to celebrate but then also have a good cause behind it is, is phenomenal. Um, so if you do attend next year and you haven't given blood within, you know, I think it was the week or whatever and stuff like that, make sure you give it, you know, it's, it's a great cause and it's, it only takes roughly around 30 minutes of your time. And, you know, that's something that 30 minutes of your time can save somebody's life. And that's really important. That's kind of why we, you know, look at superheroes the way we do. Um, so the, the blood drive, definitely a, a great cause. Um, and it was impactful. That in itself could be its own reason of having Dragon Con. But the one thing that kind of drives more and more people to attend uh, Dragon Con is to see the parade. Um, if you go on lrmonline.com, I posted roughly around 500 pictures. I, got, I was able to um, get into the press box area and get some really great shots, uh, some profile shots, and then some just wide open shots of the people uh, participating in the parade dressed up and also just the amount of fans that stand on this on the side so saturday morning starting around 7 a.m you'll see groups of people start lining up on the sidewalk of peachtree street and if you guys don't know atlanta peachtree street is kind of the main street it's not the middle of downtown atlanta it's not really a middle part of downtown atlanta but peachtree street is considered the um the main road and that's where you have the marathon run start and finish right there uh, that happens on the 4th of July. So, uh, in order to participate in the parade, you have to sign up prior to coming to the convention. And it's gotten so popular that the actual cutoff for people, uh, 
actually participating in the parade ended um, March 1st of this year, okay, 2016. So think about it. We're just first weekend of September, and you had to sign up to make sure you were guaranteed a spot in the parade March 1st. So uh, this is the fourth year that they installed this prior registration. What it used to happen beforehand is people would show up on Thursdays and start registering for it, and they would go on all day Thursday, all day Friday, all the way up till Saturday morning. They wouldn't close um, the registration until the last possible person signed up until the parade started. And that got a little out of hand, so they went all to the online registration and basically opened up enough slots, and that was it. You know, once it hit max, that was they they weren't going to add any more. And the max it hit was March first. So um, people planning on attending next year and participating in the parade are expecting to sign up as early as uh, January next year. So it's going to be pretty amazing to see uh, when the cutoff hits um, coming up. So the parade takes place Saturday morning as a 10 a.m. start. And depending on where you are in Peachtree, you probably won't see um, anybody come in until, you know, roughly 10, 15, 10, 20. If you're further down the line, maybe about 10, 30. It takes about a solid 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how the flow of the parade is, um, and it's amazing. They, they do a great job of grouping the people, so it's not just a cluster of, you know, of cosplayers and stuff. They, it, it's grouped by, you know, genre, and usually it starts off with, um, you know, the, the Dragon Con banner and, you know, the uniqueness of the sci-fi dragon you know, age, and they bring those characters through, and then it just goes by movie, by video game, so forth, and for the past couple of years, it's ended on, um, or ends with the Star Wars, with the 501st uh, Stormtrooper, you know, and all the Jedis, and, you know, different Sith that show up and everything, and it's unbelievable, you know, um, people that don't even have tickets to Dragon Con still come out and watch this, and people that live in downtown Atlanta, We'll get up in the morning, go sit on Peachtree Street, and it was a beautiful day. It was unbelievable, um, and I just couldn't believe, you know, how many people were, you know, dedicated to sit there. Because if you think about it, you get there seven a.m. You're in shows. Or the parade's not starting till ten. Um, it takes about two hours, two and a half hours to roughly get through all of everybody, you know, all the participants, and then um, that, you know, goes through, and it's one of the you know, most organized parades I've ever seen, you know, besides, you know, your Thanksgiving parade and so forth and your Christmas parades that, you know, happened in New York and Macy's and so forth to organize that many people in a short amount of time. Cause it's not like you get practice with this. So like the other parades, they have practice. They, this is all just sign up, show up in the morning at 8am to a certain spot. They put you in your in groupings and then they send you down. So it really tells you a lot about the, the volunteers that work at Dragon Con and you know how well organized they've got that going on um and that's you know another thing i want to talk about is that the people who volunteer to work at dragon con are the nicest people in the world um there's you know there there's a high expectation if you're going to volunteer for a con um doesn't matter if it's a little one or a big one like dragon con or comic con 
Um, but there's something about it. It's like the Southern hospitality is unbelievable. Um, and if you ever have a question, you can always find somebody, one of the volunteers, and they will, if they don't know the answer, they'll find it for you. If you need help with, a, as a vendor setting up stuff, a volunteer will help you. Um, I saw a couple vendors that showed up on Friday morning and hadn't really gotten their booth set up and everything. And they were struggling getting their, you know, their equipment up and everything. And about five or six volunteers just stopped what they were doing and helped them bring it up to their booths and helped them get set up so that they were ready to go. Um, the, the coordinators of the events, the managers of the events, unbelievable. Um, the media managers, I mean, anything I asked for, they took care of it. It didn't matter. Um, and just, it's uh, it tells you something about how much they you know really care about this convention um so once you get through the blood drive once you get through the parade then it's basically enjoying the panels enjoying the photo opportunities and the autographs uh, on the walk of fame so it's pretty if uh efficient how they organize it so um one of the best things that uh Dragon Con has going for is that they developed an app this year, uh, or no, they developed it last year. Um, 2014 was the kind of trial run beta test. 2015 was the first good run of it. And then this year it went smooth. So if you are a person that likes to see panels and try to organize everything, um, you have your traditional convention booklet that they give you with everything. But if you're a person who's gone to conventions, a ton of conventions like me, you know that schedules change all the time celebrities end up canceling or you know the there's a double book in one panel so they got to you know move it to a different location and so forth um so the organizers of dragon con got a app developed for them and so now you basically open up the app you can see what's going on either at that day or at that time and so forth and it tells you location it gives you maps it tells you everything you need to know and it updates it on an, on the hour so when a panel changes rooms you get that update it's pretty much you know um the best tool you can have going to this convention and more likely, almost all the major conventions will develop their own app, you know, within the next year or so, especially with so many people on smartphones now. Um, but this is, you know, a pioneership, if you want to call it, um, you know, from Dragon Con, because all the things I had to attend and everything, and it's so tough to keep checking at your booklet and go and look in here, look at there. I was sitting, listening to panels at the same time, checking out what's going on in the next hour, what's going on in the next year, you know, what what buildings got the most going on and so forth and you can plan out your day you add it to your schedule and you look at your schedule and it says here 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 and then you know you can double book triple book and so that you can make decisions left and right um so the app is something that um when you go to dragon con you have to download the app it's going to make your experience a whole lot better um, especially if you're a person like me that loves to go see the different panels and, you know, jumping from one to the other to the other, it, it makes it a lot easier. So then all you're doing is you're focused on getting to that panel and not having to worry about scheduling and writing things down and so forth. Um, and dealing with panels, um, you know, it's the traditional ways, you know, um, basically you have people camp outside, you know, for a long time and then, you know, stand out in the line, and then they filter you in through the fire uh, stairwells into the, the panel rooms. Now, here's my advice for you guys, that if you go to Dragon Con, if you don't care about where you sit, if you're not de dedicated, diehard, and I have to sit up front, 
then don't bother waiting in line. It's a waste of time because the panel rooms that they provide at these hotels are so big that even if you are one of the last people in the back of the line, you're still going to get a decent seat. You're still going to be able to see, you know, the celebrity you want to see in here and so forth. Um, so to me, you know, unless you're one of the, the first 20 to 30 people and you know you're going to get a seat right up front, don't, I, I wouldn't bother with it. To me, it's, you know, if I'm sitting five rows back, it's the same as me sitting 15 rows back. I, I'm still far away, but I can still hear and I can still enjoy myself. Instead of sitting outside, you know, waiting in line, I'm going to enjoy myself by going and seeing other cosplayers, seeing another panel and stuff. You know, a thing I like to do is um, not necessarily, you know, I don't necessarily wait on panels a whole lot. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. I can sit in the back and get all the information I need. Um, so what I'll do is I'll basically predetermine what panels I want to see as top priority. And then let's say there's a flash panel going on at five o'clock in the afternoon. So I'll head over that way around like four 30. And what I'll do is I'll see what's going on in the other panel rooms. And if there's something going on that's entertaining, I'll just walk in, you know, nice and quiet and stuff and just sit in the back and listen to the last 20, 30 minutes of that panel and then hop on out. And by then the, you know, the flash panel is going on at five is starting to fill in and I just have to wait maybe like five minutes for everybody to get their seats. And then I walk in and, you know, there's still plenty of seats. There's still people walking in. There's only, um, there's only probably what, two or three, um, two or three panels that I attended that were slam packed. Um, and that was the, uh, flash arrow panel that happened. And then, um, the Star Trek panel, that one was, was pretty slim that they, they had. And those were the only really two that were, were full maxed out and so forth. Um, so just looking at that, you know, don't waste your time unless, you know, this, it's not Hall H Comic Con type deal, um, where you're going to see a preview or a trailer before anybody else, you're going to get the best information. So enjoy your time. That's the whole thing about Dragon Con is that they want you to enjoy your time. They want you to be, um, you know, happy during this time period and not have to wait outside the entire time. So my advice to you, enjoy it. Go hang out in the hotel lobbies, see all the cosplayers, go to the America's Mart, shop, play games and then when you're it's time for the panel you want to see head over there you'll get a seat they're going to do everything they can for you that's what the people at dragon con are there to do is make it you know um you know it, it you know as as the best opportunities and you know the best time that you can have and there's panels after panels after panels after panels and you know for a convention to be going on in the fall and have this many panels it tells you something that they're doing something right to attract because you have to understand something is that what makes comic con unique uh, in july it's that right at the beginning of the television filming so a lot of tv shows have either filmed one episode or two episodes and then they take about a week break around comic con time so they get to go to that movie films usually take their um, summer hiatus right around that time period so comic con has a hold on the the july week area because that's the perfect time to get all the tv personalities and movie personalities 
into one convention. Dragon Con with Labor Day weekend, it's a little bit more difficult because filming is going on, you know, right there and there. You know, um, even though a lot of these actors and actresses are now, you know, attending more and more conventions, to to have a Labor Day weekend, which is basically the only holiday that these celebrities have to spend it in a convention, tells you that, you know, they're doing something right. They're getting people into this show. Um, and it's not, you know, anybody, you know, on the low level. These are A-list, you know, TV star actors that are showing up, um, you know, and people, you know, people that are are driving TV shows right now. And even, you know, the great William Shatner made an appearance at Dragon Con this year, which was great. You know, there was other movie actors and actresses that are there. Um, some canceled, you know, one of the people I really wanted to see and uh, wanted to see if I have a chance to talk to was um, um, Carl Urban, but he had to cancel scheduling conflicts and everything like that, but there was plenty to do. So the Walk of Fame with the celebrities is one of the, you know, better things to do at Dragon Con. You want, um, you want to get an autograph, you want to meet a celebrity, have a, you know, a minute or two to talk to them, you go to the Walk of Fame, um, and it's organized too. A lot of conventions I've gone to where celebrities go to and sign autographs, little unorganized here, um, you know, but at Dragon Con, you know, they have, their volunteers know what they're doing, they have the set organizers and directors in place, the celebrities, you know, are well established, you know, they know prior going into where they're sitting at and so forth, and it's just smooth sailing. So it gets a little crowded sometimes in the midday when more celebrities are in the Walk of Fame than others, other times, but it won't disappoint. I think the the main star this year um, that was attending the Walk of Fame was uh, Charlie Cox. You know him as Daredevil from Netflix. He was there, and every time I went through the Walk of Fame, his line was slammed all the way, you know, to the very back. So it was great to see. Um, and then, you know, photo ops were you know, one of the better organized, um, you know, events that I've seen with the photo opportunities and just overall Dragon Con was really organized. That's what I love about Dragon Con is that you go to some conventions and not saying that, um, they're bad or they're horrible, but you know, there's definitely niches that some directors are good at and some of the things that they're not so good at. And either you go to a convention where the celebrity, you know, autograph session or photo opportunities are in great, great shape and they know what they're doing and then you get a total chaos when it comes to panels you know room changes or you know a lot of conflicts and everything that um scheduling conflicts happen uh but there wasn't one thing that i noticed at dragon con where i was like wow this is this is really bad or you know they don't have their grip on it i mean they've been doing it for 30 years for a reason and to to have five hotels say yeah we'll we'll basically um give up our weekend so that you guys can host your convention is, is saying something. I mean, they, the, the hotels make tons of money off this. They, there would be, you know, if I owned a hotel in downtown Atlanta, I'm going to do everything I can to be part of Dragon Con next year and the year after and the year after. Cause this is the Southeast is, you know, in the Southeast, this is the convention to go to. So in the Northeast, probably New York city comic con. Um, and then of course, West coast, you have, um, comic-con in san diego and then the only thing i would say would come close to any of that in the midwest is south by southwest and that's not even a um a true comic convention anymore or it wasn't even a comic convention but you know it's kind of blended itself to it um 
So, but you know, I just want to take an opportunity to thank all the volunteers and the media relations group. I mean, hands down, great people to work with. Anything they uh, I needed, they were more than willing to help out with. Um, you know, make sure you check out DragonCon photos online. I posted the gallery up on lrmonline.com. Um, there's also other uh, Facebook groups that they do. A lot of the um, cosplayers end up grouping together and they take their pictures together. And sh- um, It's called DragonCon Photo Group. Um, I think that's what the name was, DragonCon Photo Group. And they meet up at the Hilton and they have these big stairs that you can set up on and get all the cosplayers from... You know, whether it's Disney characters or Marvel characters or Deadpool. That was a great Deadpool photo uh, shot that was taken on Saturday, which was pretty amazing. Got all the Deadpool characters together to take a picture. It was uh, pretty funny. Captain America and so forth. Um, So check those out. And if you're in the southeast, you know, if you live in the Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, northern Florida, definitely Georgia, Alabama, even Mississippi, you need to come to this convention just one time in your life, and you'll see why. And if you come once, you'll understand um, why it's such a big deal and why people continue to keep coming and coming to this convention. Um, my best advice for you is that if you're planning on going to this convention, get your tickets now. Um, they they go up in price. Right now, I think they uh, it's September. I think it's this weekend is when they start selling tickets for next year's um, Dragon Con. And they start out at 80 bucks, and it just continuously grows higher and higher and higher. And if you wait till you know the middle of summer, you're gonna pay anywhere from like 160 to 170 bucks for a ticket. And you know you'd rather just use that money to spend it on an autograph or photo op or something in the in the America's Mart vendors wise. Um, so make sure you do that. Book your rooms early. I mean they these things sell out really really fast. I mean there's 77,000 people going to this convention for a reason. I know there's going to be those haters out there that say, oh, Dragon Con's for nerds or whatever and stuff like that. But you know what? Screw that. We're, if, if you go to a con, you're a nerd. It doesn't matter. You know, that's the name of the game. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a nerd. So embrace it. I, I embrace it. I'm not ashamed of it whatsoever. So, um, you know, there's... Dragon Con over the years has gotten a little bad rap, but I guarantee you, you go to this, you'll have a fun time. If you don't have a fun time, you're 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 lying to yourself right now. I I guarantee that. Um, you know, I grew up in Atlanta when I was a young kid to high school. I actually went to Dragon Con, you know, in the early days when it was like ten year anniversary and everything, like that, and it just amazes me how much has grown um, in just twenty years. You know, when I went for the first time, it was two hotels and. The, one of the Americas Mart, and we thought that was a big deal. Now you're talking five hotels, five hotels, 24 hours nonstop. It's going to be four days next year, more than likely. So you're going to get your Thursday, your Friday, your Saturday, your Sunday, or you know who knows, maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's all this. It's four and a half days. It's going to be five. I wouldn't even be surprised if they say let's go six days because vendors are there the Monday prior to the convention starting. So why not just open it up and let people just stay there the entire week, you know, um, and enjoy it all for what it's worth. So if you live in the South, definitely plan on going. If you don't live in the South, then if you got nothing better else, if there's not a vacation you got lined up saying, I've got to go here, then I'm telling you, you need to sign up and go to the Dragon Con convention. It, you won't disappoint 
Comic-Con is great, you know, out in San Diego. South by Southwest is great. New York City Comic-Con, they're great. They all have their, you know, um, their special attributes. But this one right here, I'm telling you, um, you won't, if you've got a family of kids and everything like that, you won't be disappointed because here's the here's where I, I like it, especially for families that uh, talking to a couple families at the convention was that they were staying in the hotels in the Marriott, in the Hilton, in the West End, in the Hyatt, and so forth. And some of these families were saying, you know, you would think staying in a hotel that it would be loud as could be, you know, um, but everybody's so mindful and everything, and you know, they would. A little commotion here and there in the middle of the night, but for the most part, all the families that I talked to had a great amount of sleep. And then also, they don't have to go anywhere. They literally just go down the elevator. They're in the convention. They don't have to leave. Where other conventions, you're at the hotel, you got to drive, you got to park, you got to you know pay for a taxi, Uber, or whatever. And that's with little kids, a very difficult thing. Also, you want to cosplay, great cosplay, but you don't want to walk around. What if you have a big bulky armor, you know, from Halo that you're wearing, or you're Spartan Warrior? Um, and you get a little chilly and you want to change, you go right up into a hotel room if you're staying in the hotel. It's not that big of a deal. Other conventions, you're screwed. You're staying at the convention in your armor or in, you know, lack of clothing, and that's it. You know, um, if there's an issue with your, your, your outfit and you need to fix it, well, you're staying in a hotel, you go right upstairs. You go fix it. Not a big deal whatsoever. Um, so, you know, definitely make your way out there. Definitely, you know, check it out for what it's worth. Um, once again, thank you to all the people at DragonCon who attended. I had a blast, you know, um, and I'm definitely planning on going next year. doesn't matter if it's media or not. If, you know, if I don't get assigned to this uh, convention as a me you know, media personnel, I'm still going to go either way. So, um, but that's it for me. Check out. If there's any other conventions you want me to talk about or you think that we haven't um, covered and you want us to cover, let us know. Um, Mark will be back this weekend. Coming up, we're both heading up to Wizard World in Richmond. Going to be covering that event. And then we should be back on the routine because then TV shows should be on full scale. So that's it for me, guys. Hope you had a good time listening. Let me know what you think. And I'll check you out later. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.